for listening to Artificium Occulte Venatores, a Shadowrun actual play podcast by Relative Dimension. Alright, so the next day, which will be the 1st of July, uh, it's a short flight across the bay. I will be having Solomon, uh, let's see here, we're all in our, what, 20s? Why did everybody go quiet? What? You're, you're breaking I was, I was asking really badly. Oh, I'm sorry. I don't know why. Uh, we're all in our 20s, right? I believe so. And we're in Europe. Which is very, has a lot of clubs. So I'll have Solomon mock up a, uh, a Desert Wards club. Less lies we tell, the better. Uh, out of Italy, not necessarily Rome, but out of Italy. And we're just a, a group of friends who are part of this Desert Wards club. That oh, way we have oh, a website. So it's a, a, a nothing major, just a small one, but. Yeah, we're we're just a we're just a club that has saved up enough money to, to come out to the the desert wars this year. We you know have Solomon back backlog it for like a year or two or something like that, and it's just like oh we're raising money. Oh hey, you know not necessarily pictures of us, just like a Twitter feed or is it P two whatever the heck the okay. feed is now P two point one. And I you know I guess our cover identities are going to. Be us being fans and whatnot. Maybe uh, Ascalon. Let's see here. What would work for Ascalon? Ironically enough, I could see him being a fencing instructor. Fencing instructor? Well, Ascalon carries a really big sword. He does. So being an inst- being a teacher, uh, a, a fencing instructor from a, a private Catholic school. Uh, no, damn it. We can't use the church. From a private academy. I think it's more that this this isn't, you know, church-sanctioned. Right. No, that's I, fine. That's, that's why I'm saying our cover You can probably what? use them as a... You could use a Catholic school as part of your cover. Yeah, well, a, military, I don't think a military academy could work for him. You, you do know what you can do is... Um, so this is the simplest way. Number one, yes, we are this small group or whatever... And you can say that uh, the, some of the people helping fund the trip has uh, have agreed to uh, to came, come along so that he's there with us because he would help fund the group. Um, but he's there for um, other reasons, like, you know, seeing the arts and, and the historical things and stuff like that. See, simple. Don't make it complicated. Plus, we, then we have a reason to go visit some of the historical stuff. Well, actually, L is great for the historical stuff. Oh. Well, either one, they can be all of us. Oh, no, I'm just, make it I'm complicated. That, I'm just saying that our cover identities, we actually didn't talk about those. They don't just have to be complicated. Fan, just being fans, I just wanted to have us have, you know, somebody walks up and goes, oh, so what do you do for a living? I'm a fan of Desert Wars. That oh. wasn't the question. <laughs> well, that might be my answer. But... <laughs> That could be a legitimate. You run the. Okay, you're the one that posts the tweets on the site. I, so, I can be the president. See, it's fine. Yeah, you are. You are. Our, you are our PR guy or girl, depending on your mood during the day. I'll make her a girl. It's fine. I'll keep the gender. I. I. I can't. Player can't remember. Character rumors. <laughs> As I said, I, you know. Uh, you know, I, I was just, as I said, cover identities. Like, we're all... We became a club because we were all instructors of something. Like, Elle is an instructor of history. Oh. Not necessarily all the same schools. Oh, basically... Elle's an instructor of history. What you're saying is, I'm technically the only one that wanted to come here to watch the wars. You guys just came along for all the other stuff, but I recruited you. I, I like this. I'll, I'll work with that. I like that. Uh... Marigold is is a, a, a gymnastics instructor. Oh, all right. I am an instructor of of theology, even though I don't have theology as a knowledge skill. I knew I forgot to take something. Um, so, so I, <laughs> I forgot to check something here. Who is bringing 
what weapons and or restricted gear? Let's start with L. Uh, both pistols and the shield. I don't know if the shield would be... I'm just going to mention it anyway. And by the way, my, my default cover would be a document uh, authenticator. Is this a sin you already have? A fake sin you already have? Hold on, let me check. Actually, I, I could actually just go with my cover as a, a, ma- a magical theory person. Yeah. So I want to see what radiation does with me. As you were saying, we're going to see the sights. I want to see how radiation affects magic in a first-person point of view instead of reading about it in a book. Yes, it's a fake six. Okay, and Asura, all you have is a light pistol? Yeah, I just a light pistol. And Adranus? Um, I might run into a problem, but I think I have a permit for it. Hold on. I gotta see what's... Ooh, son of a gun. Yeah, I'm not taking that. Scratch the submachine gun. Uh, yeah, my my pistol is okay, though. It's just restricted, and I have a permit for that. It's an 8R restriction. And Marigold. Uh, Marigold's taking her suppressor. Uh, her menagerie of knives... And the whip, which stays away. Considering it's illegal, that's a good thing. Uh, <clears throat> I think that's all the restricted items. Okay. Aside from, I mean, my ortho's restricted, but I have an augmentation license. Oh, right. For um, the cover story, I've got two different... I can. <laughs> well, I'm a bounty hunter and a locksmith. Go bounty hunter. <laughs> that's the uh that's Actually the I'm a bounty hunter as well, so we could be partners. Yeah. That's that's the church uh sin. That's that's the one given to me by the church. Oh, is it? it but it's is. not related to the church, is it? Is that the one that says you're in the employee of the church or no? I just I don't know if I have Okay, it was the it was the rating six that we got from the church. I don't know if it necessarily says that I'm an employee of the church. But that's the one that I was given by the church. But it's the fake one. It's not it's the fake. Uh, yeah, no, I didn't take the real. It's a fake. But yeah, I mean, it's I, rating I, I six, so it might as well be real. real now I do have a rating four for fake sin. Yeah, my rating four fake says I'm a locksmith. Uh, this one says I'm a bounty hunter, but I also have a license to be a uh, bodyguard if necessary. But I can makes the argument that I, you know, I have parazoology, so I'm I'm a magical creature bounty hunter. If I recall, the rating six sin they gave everybody was for the church employee employment identification. Yeah, I don't I don't recall that that ever being explicitly said before, but that's the one that my bounty hunter license attached to. Oh, and let's see the other one. It's the, basically, if there's any trouble you had a sin that links you to the Vatican to uh, for that type of backup that they can provide. Which we'll get Okay, well, do you mind if I... Okay, do you mind if I switch those two licenses then? So my bounty hunter, because I feel like... Oh, that's fine. It makes more sense for the bounty hunter to be with my rating four. Yeah, and my my, uh, Ian Moon is my uh, cover identity sin, so not my actual... Vatican sin, which you gave us the option to take either a national sin or the rating six fake sin that linked us, and I took the national one. Yeah, you could either have a real sin or a provided cover, but the one they cover the cover the cover that they provide you is for your church employment identity. Yeah, as I said, I took the real sin, and my fake sin is Ian Moon, that I bought on my own. Because Scaly and I had a conversation of Ian Moon is an anagram. Oh yeah, I remember that. I am no one. Better than I am Lord Voldemort. There's that. I don't understand. If it's a fake sin, uh, but it's issued by the church, why isn't it just a real sin? Because I chose to not take a real sin. I wasn't asking you, I was asking the yeah, GM yeah, about the, the church. The implication is, that is your identification. When they picked you up, if you had a sin in the system your sin was modified to that thing. If you didn't have a sin in the system, they gave you a fake sin equivalent, but it's, for all intents and purposes, uh, as valid as a real legal sin. Ah, okay, good. That's what I thought. 
But it says that you're an employee of the church, so. Yes. Because you are. Yes. You know, you can get fakes for other things to avoid your identity, but if anybody locks you up and the weight of the Vatican behind you can get you out of certain trouble, that's what it's there for. Right. The equivalent of a corporate sin. Yeah. Which I'm sure doesn't have the same pool as a corporate sin in some areas, and it might have a little bit more in other areas. Here is a question. Uh, didn't we have a quote-unquote exploding sin for the last run? Yes, you guys had sins for one of the previous runs. Well, what I was going to say was would they allow us to, to just recycle? I mean, not use the same names, but just recycle those sins and oh, or, or they are the until they're burned. Yeah, we didn't burn those sins. I don't think. I do knew we kind of pissed off an entire city. Yeah, but or, in, or in the long, yeah, but in the long run, that was we didn't have to depart on a on where they're hunting us down kind of thing. So I, I think we're safe enough to use those sins if we need them. I don't know. But we do know. We sent in. We remember. We sent in the brigade brigade to to kind of clean up that mess. So we're fine. That is true. But I, what I was saying was, that I'm not sure if if we got burned on that run or not. Did they ever nah. tell us one way or the other? No. Okay. So I think we're safe. Still, those sins are still good. So I'd probably just be using that sin because Ian Moon is my walking around Rome sin type thing when I'm not in full garb. And I seriously doubt this place, unless, uh, like, once we get into that place, they're going to be looking very closely at the sins in the first place. I'm sure half of the people there probably have bad sins, okay? And the Claymore... The Claymore is nowhere near legal. <laughs> Literally, my gun, possibly L shield, and oh. his Claymore would have to be... Special courier package delivered in for us. Yeah, it's restricted, but I mean, you can get a license for it, but it's probably going to draw um, attention. So, no plane. Instead, you are on a six hour boat ride. Uh, sounds good. Hey, it's actually not that bad of a ride. I mean, it's the Mediterranean Sea, it's rather calm around this time of year. It's warm, so you can get some sunbathing in if you want, depending on what type of ship we're on. Fun. It's a uh, not a pleasure yacht and not a speedboat, but it's one of those larger type of ships. Mediterranean cruiser. Yeah, not a cruise ship. No, no, a cruiser. Like, uh, it'd be like um, uh, like a large, uh, it'd be the size of a luxury yacht, but more utilitarian. Yeah. You leave out of the uh, Porto Turistico de Roma, and after about six hours, you pull into Tunis. Yay! Right, first yeah. things, boat ride is rather uh, uneventful. All right, first things we should uh, hit up with that contact. Yep, get a vehicle. Well, I mean, we can just do a normal vehicle rental. Is he here in this area, or is he closer yeah. to our target area? No, he's t- they said he was in Tunis. Yeah. Okie dokie. You have contact information for a fixer that goes by the name of Scorpion. So, for that six-hour boat ride, I'm going to be trying to sell a sewer on the whole, when we get done with this, all this running around stuff, you know, we should retire and, like, buy a bar in Rome or something. Um, a bar? Well, I think a hotel would be just too much for five or six people to handle, but, you know, a bar? Yeah. Yeah, the, the thing of it is, is when you know, I, I don't plan on dying a priest. <laughs> a coffee shop. Coffee shops are always fun. Ooh, just a normal cafe. We serve coffee and liquor. The uh, the port that you pull into, no arrangements were made. There is a, a small rental vehicle facility there. You can also rent bicycles. And you can rent very cheap economy motorcycles. Uber. Sorry, Seder Krupp Uber. Johnny Cab. Oh, we're not in. We're not in the cast. Right. God. 
Johnny Rebcap. What would the name be then? <laughs> Johnny, it's Johnny Rebcap. <laughs> I don't know if it's canon, but that's what we used for the crossover campaign. It was Johnny Rebcap. Yeah, I remember that. I'm sorry. I had a great time with that. Leave me alone. The uh, problem with a transportation service like that is they're going to see the sword and it might have issues. Well, we just have Asklon challenge him to a duel. Whoever wins gets to drive away with the car. I got ten bucks on Asklon. Uh, oh, um, oh, okay. Well, that would be an interesting situation. I was kidding. Um, more than likely, we probably have to do the... We can either rent bicycles. How far is it from us to our fixer contact? How about we ask that question? Because uh, if he's literally mm-hmm. like two blocks down the road and on the left, I think we can walk. Uh, where, there wasn't a location. Our... You have a number, a uh, com code. Oh, then I'll, I'll call him up. Thank you, face-like character, because I'm done being sociable. <laughs> you get a video call. Um... The person that the image, do you have an image link or AR mode that you can view? Uh, The person that picks up is a uh, dark olive skinned female with straight dark hair that seems to be pulled back tightly um, with circular glasses, the small, the small circle lenses, not a, anything extravagant or anything like that. Um, she has a half moon tattoo uh, next to her left eye and a nose ring through her right nostril. Oh, nice. And this would probably be evening. Good evening. How may I help you? Uh, scorpion? Ah. The, uh, the AR image kind of uh, wavers briefly. Speaking... Uh, we just got into town, and we were looking to see if we can't get um, a vehicle and some appropriate clothes. Uh, yes. I was told that you would be arriving soon. There are five of you, correct? One, two, three, four. Yes! <laughs> Which port did you happen to arrive in? I will let her know. Ah, uh, okay. I don't remember which port it was, though. So. <laughs> uh, it's... It's kind of like a, an out-of-the-way marina. Ah, okay. Uh, that makes sense. There's little less security at that one. Uh, I will have a vehicle sent to you. Uh, from where you are, there is a, a cafe. Uh, you could follow the shoreline to the northwest. Uh, it's a brief walk of five to ten minutes. And I will have a car sent there for you. All right, we will meet it there. Uh, what kind are we looking for? It will be a. Uh, I just had it. A Nissan hauler truck. No, sorry, that's the wrong one. A Ford Percheron. Sounds fun. Okay. <laughs> it will be blue. Thank you. And the call goes dead. All right, let's go. And like. You know, five to ten minutes up the shoreline, there is a boardwalk that, that follows the shoreline. There is a small cafe with uh, outdoor seating. It is maybe 20 yards uh, from a road and a parking lot that you can actually see from some of the outdoor tables. Sure. Sounds like a good spot to wait. And a meal there is rather inexpensive, so you don't have to worry about that. Lifestyle covers it. And probably an hour later, a blue Ford Percheron, or Percheron, whatever, uh, pulls up outside. And it is a rather large thing. It has a large cab on it. So there's definitely room for people. Yeah. Cool. That's all right, guys. So we all, uh, who, um, I go up to the driver who's driving it. It is a an elf. He's casually dressed. Okay. And he kind of looks at you, um, holds up a uh, uh, his comlink in front of him, and kind of uh, slides it around and glances at it, and then shows you a picture of 
what you broadcast on that previous call. That is you, correct? Yes. All right, I am waiting for you when you are ready. And he uh, gets out and opens up the side door. We'll we'll make sure we pay first, <laughs> and then and then uh, get out of here. And for about an hour, he is driving you through town, um, through some of the larger streets and some of the nicer areas of town. Um, there is a lot of traffic. There's a lot of people walking. There's a lot of, on some of the outskirts that you see as you go by, people leading livestock through places, but not on any of the roads he takes. And he kind of drives you inland. And like I said, after about an hour, he uh, stops in front of what looks like a small hotel. Uh, here is our destination. The third floor, room one. Uh, thank you very much. Get out and go up. It is not a very luxurious hotel. Uh, it's sparsely decorated on the ground floor. Um, there is no elevator. It is only four stories. And the room one on the third floor, there's only two rooms. So you have two options. Room one looks like it takes up half of the floor and the other room takes up the other half. Oh, okay. The door is unlocked. And inside is a, almost looks like a office room type of thing, a very large office room. There is a large desk, um, no beds or anything like that. There's a few chairs on one side. There is a, like a kitchenette on the other side, uh, several windows on the other side of this desk. And sitting behind the desk is a female like you saw on the com call. Ladies, gentlemen. Hello. And she stands up and walks over and offers her hand to shake. Sure. I'll shake her hand. Scorpion. What's that? She's just like, Scorpion. Yes, you can call me Scorpion. I have been expecting you. I was told you would be arriving and that I could help you off perhaps with some local clothing, uh, which I can start to order once I have a measure of your sizes and anything else that I can do for you my services are at your disposal um we were planning on going or at least uh, going to the area of the desert wars so something that would be suitable for that would be would be better she um nods uh turns around and taps something on her desk and like a trid projector screen uh, pops up in view over the desk and she uh, taps on it and some images of clothing appear uh, nondescript people it's more about the actual styles um, some of it is a lot of baggy loose clothing with hoods and stuff um, and she kind of as she taps it changes and there's uh, a lot of light color light warm colors tans and browns um, the styles range from well-tailored and and uh, like custom-fitting things on these figures to very loose and baggy and um, like form-concealing almost. On some of them, you can't really tell how tall the people are if they're hunched over or standing straight just because of how baggy and loose the stuff is. And she kind of goes past a few and then stops at one that is it almost seems to show people with um, like sports memor paraphernalia type of thing um, pennants for a team uh, the teams aren't marked or anything like that but it has stuff like uh, visors that you would wear hatless caps I guess um stuff for outdoor things like that uh, visual aids uh, optical binoculars stuff that a fan would wear if they were trying to watch something at long distance from like a higher elevation ah uh, I see is this what you have in mind or would you like something more well I guess that depends on, on where exactly you're trying to go which I do not need to know exactly um, a little bit of both. We a few different styles so that you could change as well. 
that's yes, that actually would be perfect. Something like that for when we are there, but we don't want to wear that all over town. So, you know, we, we want to look fairly normal inside of the town. Um, she shows you some casual wear. Uh, this should suit just walking around town then uh, in most places. And then I can arrange to have something for you if you need something of a more formal nature. The location of the area, that was that was somewhat of the high class area, right? Or higher class? Was it a library or something like that, right? No, it was <laughs> kind of a slums. Some areas of the village were high tech and modernized, and most of it was uh, run down barrens. And we'll be going underneath. Ah, okay. Yeah, yeah we'll, the, we'll, it's an we'll, old library that was, I assume, it's sunken in, buried at some point. Okay, so so we don't have to worry about high fashion or anything like that right now. I mean, I'm comfortable in what I got on. Yeah, no, regular clothes should be fine. So she um, points each of you over to a almost like a, a wall scanner. Um, stand on the the in the area illuminated. Hold your arms out to your side, and it will get your measurements so that I can make sure the clothes fit you. Okay. I'll she does ahead. that for each of you. Yeah, sure. Do you need accommodations while you are in town here? No, I don't see we'll be leaving. We should be leaving fairly quickly. Uh, um, could you suggest accommodations over in where, whatever the name of the city is? My brain just turned off. Elgem. Elgem, yes. She taps on her desk again, and the trid projection changes from clothing to um, almost like a list of amenities in the area. There are a few minor hotels there. Nothing major. What do the usual? What do the fans of the of the wars do? Do they usually just camp out? Uh, a lot of them camp out. Yes. Figures. It is a very very packed city of lots of things in small spaces. So I can. Uh, for five of you, it may be a little bit of a stretch, but there are some facilities that will rent out the entire building to fans that come into town for particular teams. Oh, I see. So for a fan of a particular team, we might be able to get a building? Yes, although they usually uh, accommodate more than just five, so you may have to pay a little bit more. Or you can... Uh, there are several houses that can be rented temporarily on a weekly basis. Hmm. Um, sure. Why don't we try a house? How close to the population centers would you like it? Uh, the desert wars are done outside the city, I believe, right? Yes. Uh, not too far from the outskirts, but, you know, sort of maybe in the middle somewhere. She kind of, uh, brings up this map here that's on the table. Okay. Side of town would the desert wards be technically being uh, be held? Oh, they would be out of town to the southeast. They're not actually in the village here. It's just one of the nearby right. villages. No, no, that's what I meant. I mean, that's I was looking for direction. So, to the southeast? Okay. So, somewhere in that general direction, basically. Uh, you know, in that, in that general so vicinity. So, over here? Yeah, that should be fine. Wait, isn't that southwest? Or am I looking at my South, map? Wrong? Yeah, sorry, southwest, not southeast. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, somewhere in that jump city should be fine. She uh like highlights a spot. Let's the round over here. It is near some of the olive farms. Um, there is not a building immediately next to it on all sides, so it may provide a little cover of your comings and goings. There is also room to park a vehicle, if you have a vehicle. Okay. Wait, how far away is the city from where we are? Um, it's about 200 kilometers. Oh. We ain't got a bicycle in there. <laughs> that is a question. Uh, transportation to get to that city. Uh, uh, what's the normal transportation? Um, we could probably arrange a bus if you wish. 
There are roads you can drive there. Mm, okay. So you just need a, a reliable vehicle that we can take all the way to there. Do you have, um, I, I know this car is probably something more you use for this type of thing. Would you, would we be able to purchase one or rent one for a couple weeks? I think I can have something rented for you. She, uh, see for five of you there are not many that would handle you but she kind of uh, scrolls through some things and there's a lot of cramped small vehicles like um, PT cruiser size things oh, Jesus. Where you would okay. be very cramped in there and then she gets to uh, Toyota Talon seats five comfortably uh, it's a little bigger than most sedans so and it has a very low roof, so it looks like a sedan, uh, but it is an SUV. Okay, uh, SUV is good then. It can handle off-road off-road driving if you do need it. Uh, rental fee. Do you know about how long you might need it? Um, I'd imagine one week, maybe two at the most. I would I would hope no more than two. Well, it would be. I could probably get it to you for three thousand a week, plus any uh, damages incurred if there are any. Okay, thousand if it's two weeks damages. Uh, I guess. I, I guess this is where you the... like negotiate and stuff, right? Yeah, but I need to go put the baby to bed. Ah, okay, that's Let's cool. Because I have to use the restroom. I'll be right back. Oh, pardon me. I am back. Welcome back. So we get to rent a house and rent a car. I'm keeping my receipts. All right. Did she say how much the building will cost us? No, not yet. Okay. I was going to say, I know I wrote down the initial price of the vehicle. We haven't negotiated. All right, I'm back. Welcome back. All right. Um, did she give us a... Uh, yeah, what was the price of the house? Because she didn't really tell us, or was she not sure yet? Um, <laughs> throw the house in with the vehicle. You can get them both for 3000 a week. Oh, okay. Well, that's oh. nice. Um, okay. Sure. That's, now I just feel bad negotiating it down, don't I? Okay, um... No, no. Okay, so you don't negotiate the flat price down. What you do is you negotiate it down. If we're done in three days, she drops the price. Ah, I see. I see. I see. And that way you don't feel bad about negotiating the price down. (laughs) Because if we get it quicker, then, well, we weren't there for a full week, so. Right. Okay. Yeah, let's, uh, I'll do that. Um, What if we are able to uh, come back, say, within, you know, three to five days? Uh, Can we um, arrange for that to be reduced? Um, because, because for the reduced amount of time, you can roll the negotiation on that. Alrighty, let's roll it. A whole three hits. Sad. Uh, I could use edge on it. I don't know if it's worth it at this point. I might need it for something later. It's pretty good price. I'm not going to bother with it at the moment. So I'll just keep my three hits. Let's see if you are done early, or like you know, basically, what if it takes like. You know, six or you know, say maybe like seven days, eight days, or where where we're only. What if we don't need the full second week, but we run into like one or two days of it? You know, if you are done early, I will knock off six hundred new yen from your total price. And if you go over, um, let's see here, five hundred new yen per day. Uh, for three days in the week, and anything after three days will be the full week price. Okay. That's reasonable. Uh, oh, yes. You guys left on the 1st of May, uh, July? Mm-hmm. So you guys get paid again? Ooh. Oh, hey, money. Yay! What was that again? On the 1st of July, you guys get your base pay of 10,000 new yen. Sorry, 5,000 new yen. It's two, 10 thousand a month okay uh, and you said um well you said it would take a day anyways here right 
before we get everything in order. Probably. Is there anything else once you're here that you want to get? Like weapons, uh, concealable stuff, ammunition, miscellaneous mundane supplies? Does she have any recommend or does Scorpion have any recommendations for operating in the area? You have radiation protection already? Yes, we've uh, we've arranged for that. Uh, if you plan on operating at night, it can get very cold. You may wish some wind protection. Um, you may also wish for lights. Uh, if you plan on transporting goods, the vehicle does not have much cargo space. Uh, if you do need pack animals, you can get camels on location. Uh, without knowing how to ride them, I would recommend just leading them everywhere. Yeah. But it will not be very conspicuous to be leading a few camels that are la- laden with supplies. I don't think we're going to have the need of camel. Some lighting equipment and stuff at night might be useful, though. Uh, do you wish portable lighting or generators with light stands? Portable. And she kind of... uh shows you a few things from as small as hand flashlights to larger mag light type things to the uh, uh, what are they like the 6 volt large battery pack flashlights to almost uh, halogen light that are still handheld but on the larger scale like they're very bright spotlight style um I would need one to basically, like, if assuming we went in down into this library and, and it was a larger room and we need to light up the whole room, which one would be the most effective? Uh, none of those, really. They're, they're mainly for spotlighting. Um, mm. She can get you... Um, it would be like on a, a, a small fold-up tripod that would be uh, maybe a foot long folded up, uh, which would extend out to a few feet tall. And then you can have a light kit that would go on top of that with some ref- dome reflectors so that it would scatter the light out. Ooh, I like that. Yeah, let's do that. And that might be helpful. Battery powered, so you can set them up wherever you wish. They, they probably would illuminate um, maybe a five meter radius area. Brightly okay. enough, you'd have dim light further out, but you know, depending on how bright you need, you might need a couple of them. Uh, how easy would they be there with the transport? Uh, they're fairly light. You could fit maybe three or four of them in a small duffel bag. Uh, okay. All right. All right. Cost-wise, how are they? Mm, about a hundred yen each. Ah, all right. Uh, let's get four of those. Okay. And then some handheld as, as well. Like a simple flashlights will probably be just fine. The uh, handheld ones don't even worry about pricing-wise. Okay. Uh, that should be... And you said uh, stuff for... You said windy... Uh, wind, like, is it just simple windbreakers? Is that what we're getting? Or are we getting something specific for wind? Uh, windbreakers, presumably. <laughs> yeah. Um, also, you can do, like, uh, pavilion-style tents with the sides that can be anchored into uh, the ground if you are out and about during windstorms. That way you could at least have buffer on one side. Yeah. Uh, she doesn't know if you're going to be like out in the elements to that extent or not. Not. Hopefully not. <laughs> so we're, we're not going to go ahead. We're, we'll, we won't need that. That that should be fine. I'm not too worried about that. We don't need that. Okay. Uh, no, I th- think that should be uh, enough to work with at the moment. You know what? What might come in handy? I don't know if it would. Would you be able to get like a set of archaeological tools? I believe I can. Yeah, I, I, we may we might have a use for it. We actually might have use for a camel. We might need like there was mention that we might do <clears throat> some digging. Why do I suspect we're going to get a backpack with some odd blood stains on it? You say odd, I say arterial spray. Arterial spray, oh, of course. <laughs> That's it. Practically brand new archaeological tools. Slightly blown. Slightly used. 
slightly used. <laughs> the magnifying glass has a bullet hole through the lens. <laughs> uh, oh, you mean in order, before, in order to get to the place, we might have to do some digging or something. That's what they, that's what they suggested? All right. Uh, yeah, archaeological tools and, and some digging, but, you know, stuff, just in case. We may need a pack animal, actually, now we think about it. I <laughs> know, you mentioned you mentioned archaeological tools, and I was like, wait a minute. We don't know if there's actually entrances open to this place. Well, the pack animals you can acquire there. I, I doubt they'll be super expensive to, they you know, get one for be. the day or something. Uh, if you If you find somebody and hire the person with the animal, it might be cheaper than trying to hire an animal from somebody. Because they never can trust what you might do with it after that. So that should be an issue for digging and archaeological supplies. I think I can get a uh, miscellaneous gathering of equipment for a hundred new yen. That's fine. Uh, For the night, uh, some of this stuff probably won't be ready until tomorrow. Uh, you are free, if you wish, to stay in the room across the hall, or you can find location uh, accommodations elsewhere. No, across the hall should be fine. We appreciate the uh, offer. And I shall try to have your equipment here as soon as possible. Thank you. Uh, being new in town, if you wish, I can uh, recommend dining facility for tonight. Dining locations. Sure. Or I can have something delivered to your room. No, we can. I think we're we're safe enough. We can go out and enjoy some some local fare. She recommends a few places. Um, she gives you the street address as well as directions from here to get there. Uh, most of them are fairly close. Um, if you need to go to any of the the ones that are farther along, her driver can take you there. Just let her know. No, we'll take one of the walking places. That'll be nice. It'll be nice to get out there and mingle with the people. And with that, I shall uh, work on getting these things together. Cool. She kind of stands up and walks over to the door to lead you out. Or show you out, rather. Yay! Alright. The the places are, she recommended a few that are uh, local cuisine, as well as a few that would have uh, things you are more familiar with as well. So it's up to you on that. And price is relatively inexpensive, so lifestyle will cover it. Okay, cool. Fuck it, while we're here, we might as well eat local. Exactly. Start getting inoculated to the effects, huh? Exactly. (laughs) I've had work. Alright, so after eating locally, you don't depart for another five days for reasons. No. (laughs) Intestinal discomfort. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> hey, as long as she doesn't charge us as that part of that, because we're not in the house or using the car in those five days. That does not count. <laughs> um, in the morning, the uh, Toyota Talon is there. Um, it does seat five, so it, it does have a little bit of room for cargo, and in that room for cargo is a um, like a small carrying duffel bag that's about, say, two feet long, maybe a foot in diameter. Um probably only weighs maybe 15 pounds so it can easily be strapped to a back or carried that way um, no maybe 10 pounds not 15 uh, also in the back of the vehicle is a rather large um, larger duffel bag that's a few feet long more like a uh, almost like the military carry bags the uh, what do they call them the rucksacks I guess Mm. And in that are several shovels, a few picks, uh, pickaxes, a two sledgehammers, as well as uh, two small leather satchels almost that have finer tools, um, smaller picks and miniature hammers and brushes and things like that. Perfect. And uh, it's after eight. Are we good to stop or... I'm good for stopping. I mean, this seems like a pretty decent step spot to stop. Yeah, I mean, we're we're just going to be driving through to to uh, to the city from here on, from here out, right? Yeah. Yeah, sounds reasonable. 
Alright, so let's call it for the night. Uh, go a three karma. And welcome to Africa. Woo! Um, uh, on the way, she will be looking up the time schedule or whatever of the of the wars and stuff so that she, we can at least make an appearance. And we'll have to figure out um, what we're going to go from there. We'll pick a team that looks like it's going to be available when we're going to be playing or, or you know, uh, when we're there. So I'll pick one of those teams and we'll, I'll give them a little rundown of their history just so they know a little bit. The uh, estimated travel time is by road is only a couple hours to get to where you're going. The uh, to get to some of the locations for the Desert Wars venues are probably a few hours beyond, uh, you know, further south and west. Um, here I'll show you this. So if you get the same map view as I have, you can see Tunis uh, along the northeastern coast, and El Gem is. Uh, mostly south, slightly eastward, and then you pretty much have coastline that cuts back inward, so the desert wars will be further inland. Or they will have clear <laughs> spaces that the, the combat actually happens, and places for people to spectate from there. Uh, okay. Where's Tunis? Oh, there's Tunis. And if you can find S-Fax, Safax on the map, straight north of that is El Gem. So you're still fairly close to the shore. I'm really struggling finding this place. This place. I see a lot of L's. It's throwing my brain off, I think. Here, let me do this instead, then. I just realized we rolled... There was one dice roll. Yes, that was my dice roll. For the negotiation, yep. I think it depends on how, how much I have to zoom in to see this place. Is it small or big? No, I'll, I'll make this easier here. All right... Okay, so we're going where? On this map? On the table. I am uploading it. Onto the table. It's a tiny map. Yeah, I'm gonna fix that. Wait, is it where the X is on your map? Ah! Oh, there Chrome it is. is freezing. It's by Monster. Okay, okay, Monastir or whatever. Okay. So, Tunis is circled, El Gem is circled. Southeast of that. Southwest of that. Where the X is, is kind of, you know half hour to an hour more driving maybe longer because the road's kind of we'll say in that that uh, big blank spot there is probably where it is so it's cleared out so you have the roads that will surround it so that's one of the places where they handle the desert wars combat oh wow i was way too far south on the map yeah i looked i was confused i was like okay yep i found it now yeah somebody from the bronx trying to call me that scared the crap out of me. Oh, me too. <laughs> I was like, I just found El Gym. I'm like, did I just get cursed or something? Some ancient <laughs> curse or something? No, I'm not expecting a call from the Bronx. Sort of. Okay, so in that sort of middle section where there doesn't is where they where they pretty much do that might do the wars in this yeah. area. Okay. And you know, scattered around mm. all throughout Africa, they'll have other larger scale or smaller scale, and they'll travel. You know. So that's one of the local ones. Let's check on the scheduling of events or whatever. I'm sure they have some sort of schedule, uh, you know, for, for people to watch at certain times. Pick one that's... Yeah. Some of these are, like, day-long things. Some of them are week-long. Some of them are even longer than that. Okay. So spectators can kind this of one is not just a day one. Yeah. The one going on there currently... Uh, summertime will probably be uh, at least a week long, maybe longer. Okay, all right, good. So, so yeah, we'll uh, we'll show up and we'll uh, I'll pick a team that I'm assuming hasn't fought yet because it would be rather bad timing for us to arrive when we're supporting a team that's already fought and been knocked out or something. You know? Yeah, makes sense. And we'll uh, we'll pick a team that's you know maybe in a few days so that we can we can be there to support it and stuff like that and all. We'll, keep our cover perfectly fine. But I don't want to pick a team that's likely to win. <laughs> I want a team that's actually kind of mediocre. I don't want to be there for the finals. Pick <laughs> one of the underdogs. I'll be one of those diehard fans that, that I don't care if they have a terrible record. I'm still a fan. That, that's who I'm going to be. They'll have their year one day. One year will be their year. 
We know it. One day. One day. All right. So, like I said, three karma for the night. You guys got paid five thousand for your first of the month pay. Um, five thousand or ten thousand? Five thousand. It was five. You get ten thousand a month. Five on the first and five on the fifteenth. We got ten last time because we didn't actually get the five the first time around. So you got ten last time because a full month passed. Yeah, because yeah, two paydays I mean. passed. <laughs> yeah, we, we didn't count. We forgot about the first payment and the payday. That's why. And that's going to be our stream for the night. Thanks for hanging out and Twitch there. The Tops Company, Inc. has sole ownership of the names, logos, artwork, marks, photographs, sounds, audio, video, and or any proprietary material used in connection with the game Shadowrun. The Tops Company, Inc. has given permission to Relative Dimension to use such names, logos, artwork, marks, and or any proprietary materials for promotional and informational purposes on its website, but does not endorse and is not affiliated with Relative Dimension in any official capacity whatsoever. Relative Dimension is licensed under a Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial 4.0 International License. You can share us, but please give us credit. The intro is church music from Sirenscape. The outro is Double Cross, off the Shadowrun Return soundtrack, used with permission from Hairbrain Schemes. And thank you to Sirenscape for the additional music and sound effects. You can find more information at sirenscape.com. If you would like to get in touch with the Relative Dimension, you can visit our website at relativedimension.com. You can contact us, email, at podcast at relativedimension.com. You can visit our Facebook at facebook.com slash relativedimensionpodcast. You can check us out on Twitter at relativedpod. You can check out our Patreon if you wish to support us at patreon.com slash relativedimension. 